0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat, Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy.
1: And Steve Wilson.
0: We have had our Reader's Choice contest. It's the first time in a long time. We've had one of these Star-Telegram readers polls, and the readers have spoken. They've decided that the best front that Star-Telegram readers love most in all of Tarrant County is at Brood on West Magnolia in Fort Worth. So here with us today, we have... Two of the partners in Brood, Joey Turner and Steve Estes. Welcome, Joey and Steve.
2: Thank Great. you. Great to be here. What an honor.
0: It was a long haul for the brunch. <laughs> I, I don't know how many brunches people went out at eight to try all these restaurants, but it was a long haul. There were you know, hundreds of votes in the very beginning, 100 nominees of uh, places. So they nominated everything from uh, from the fanciest restaurants in town to the Waffle House. And, you know, people just loved all the brunches in town. People love uh, Sunday brunch for sure, and people have grown to love Saturday brunch. The finalists, uh, it was such a great cross-section of finalists. We had uh, Lucille's on the west side of Fort Worth, which is kind of the old-school, nice brunch. I tell people it's the brunch to go if somebody else is paying it.
1: And (laughs) and
0: then you have the uh, the Funky Picnic Brewery in South Main Village, which is, uh, you know, kind of the hipster brunch. Uh, you can have brunch, hang out, you know, play outside. Uh, it's uh, an Austin kind of aesthetic. And then uh, a couple of uh, kind of regional favorites, the Beacon Cafe up north of Saginaw and north of Lupe 20. Everybody in North Heron County, the Beacon's been up there for 10 years. And people have known for a long time that there might be a lot of other places come and go in the suburbs up around Saginaw, Haslett, Keller. But, you know, the one place that everybody knows about is Beacon Cafe. It's been a favorite, and it's actually a buffet, a table buffet, which is hard to find. And then the other, uh, you know, the last five was Restaurant 506, which is the restaurant at the Sanford House in the middle of downtown Arlington, which draws this wonderful crowd of people from Arlington, Mansfield, Hearst, Euless, Bedford. It's really the nice place for brunch between Dallas and Fort Worth. So uh, a good overall selection. People picked a lot of different places for a lot of different reasons, but the one that settled at the top was brood. 10 years of brood. Is that right, guy?
2: Going on 10 years. October will be 10 years. So yeah, we're excited. That's going to be a big day.
0: 10 years and almost 10 different personalities for brood. Talk about, <laughs> no, no, no. Talk about how brood has evolved. Uh, you know, I, I joke in the column Friday about how the first time I came was at night and uh, the server came to the table and uh, I said, now, you know, which one of these beer and wine selections is local? And she said, well, I think we make all of our beer and wine right here. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds about right. (laughs) And I said, well, that's, this is going to be quite a place then." so uh, you're in a little different business now, but talk about how it's evolved.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely been a a journey for sure. And we started off with, with our eight partners and, and, uh, and none of us had restaurant experience, but we, we knew how to build a brand and, and uh, we had a dream to highlight local, and and so we came out of the shoot kind of as a gastro pub, and one of the, and we kind of got lumped into the, you know, craft coffee world at the same time. And even though we were a full restaurant, and and so yeah, we had lobster corn dogs on our menu in the beginning, and lots of elegant things like that, and um, and we really didn't even have brunch on the menu except on the weekends. We didn't have breakfast at all, uh, and so when the weekend brunch just kicked off, we were like, okay, I think we're onto something here. And uh, it took us several years to, to, uh, to really hone in things. And and so ultimately I think we realized probably three or four years ago, breakfast and brunch is what we do best. And mostly it was from listening, listening to our customers. And so uh, we thought, well, if, if people love brunch and Fort Worth is really caught on to that, well, what if we had brunch every day? And so so that's part of the evolution. And so right during COVID, we decided that we were right before COVID, we were going to just be a, a breakfast and lunch place and close at three o'clock. So our hours are eight to three. And um, and so and Steve, who's one of our partners here, came on as our general manager initially and has just really helped us balance out and focus and uh, and has helped us get to where we are today.
0: Well, it's been remarkable. I I looked up four years ago, I wrote a column about how Brood had discovered the three magic words to success. Biscuits all day.
2: (laughs) Exactly, yeah.
0: (laughs) And I think that 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 is really when Brood started getting everyone's attention, that, uh, that in place people were arguing about who had the best biscuits, where to get biscuits, why can't you get biscuits, nobody makes biscuits later in the day, I want more biscuits. And people found out you could go to Brood and get those fabulous biscuits anytime. I think that made a big difference. What What's the secret of your biscuits,
2: oh,
3: let's Steve? Uh, Take this one, Steve. Uh, they're They're made with love, <laughs> uh, a <lot> of comfort. <laughs> and, and, and a lot of butter. <laughs> a lot of fluffy, fluffy love. <laughs> yeah, fluffy love. Yeah, we We, we actually pr- probably the biggest secret, with most may not know, is we actually brush the top of ours with some honey butter. So.
1: say honey butter honey butter Uh, honey butter okay yeah so now this is a this is a biscuit sandwich of some sort right
3: yeah that's actually one of our signature items that's the magnolia chicken biscuit it has actually made with uh two seasoned chicken tenders jumbo chicken tenders two pieces of bacon spicy honey and a slice of provolone cheese
1: so uh let's see i have another deviled
3: eggs yeah, that's our uh, bacon and uh, candied serrano deviled eggs. There's bacon and in, inside the mix of the egg, um, and then we take the top. We actually take and slice serrano peppers and then candy them and put them right on top.
1: So they like
3: sweet or just uh, the 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 peppers or it's it's the best of both worlds. It's like a gobstopper, you know. So if you wait long <laughs> enough, the flavor will change for you.
1: <laughs> and uh, here's a here's another one.
3: Uh, it's probably another one of our signature items there. That is our uh, mac and cheese chicken waffle uh, made with the same two chicken tenders. But we actually make that waffle using actual macaroni noodles uh, as well as a five cheese blend uh, and then serve that with some uh, sliced green onions on top. That's actually the one item that I've heard of people. Uh, we were actually closed during COVID. Interesting story. And uh, a gentleman came knocking on the door and said he had come down all the way from Oklahoma because he had seen something on social media that was basically us making this, this specific waffle. Uh, and at the time, we weren't really open for full service. Yeah. And uh, I invited him in and had him sit down and actually made him one for here and one to go. Uh, <laughs> he, he waited about 20 minutes, but that definitely created a, a new relationship for sure.
1: It looks really good. I mean, is that, it's mac, mac and cheese, cheese, mac and cheese
3: and a waffle.
1: With chicken tenders and
3: gravy on, uh, uh, all that is that right? It's a five cheese sauce on top, but yes, it's actually uh, you got it. The yeah. whole waffle is
2: just noodles and cheese. Yeah, and
3: it's, it's it's literally taking a side of macaroni and cheese and making a waffle out of it.
2: I'd, <laughs> who thought that up?
1: It, the, thought that up?
2: It's a it's amazing. I call it kind of our food channel worthy, you know, item and. And Steve had a great comment the other day. Is like you kind of need a nap afterwards, but it's it's amazing.
1: <laughs> and I'm these prime items, you get them all. You can get them every day, right? Every day, yes, every day. I'm trying to think how
0: many other trendy things you can fit into that. You got you got chicken and waffles with mac and cheese. Could you not get some avocado toast under it, or yeah. <laughs> what about like I'm, s'mores I'm, or fruity I'm pebbles?
3: We we know the one item we could put in everything and make it the best thing ever is we could throw some bacon in there if we wanted to,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then it would start flying out the door even more than it does now. For sure, yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's talk about uh, being on Magnolia. Being on Magnolia was the hip place to be ten years ago, and now a lot of people go to South Maine and you know Magnolia is a little more grown up. Talk about how uh, Magnolia has changed in the medical district.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll start off if. I mean when we first started dreaming about this maybe 11 12 years ago Magnolia was just beginning to kind of be you know that place and so we took a risk and wanted to kind of dive into what was already happening here Avoca just opened um and so we we feel like we we did the right thing and and uh it was definitely the new shiny place to come and but Magnolia in general has been a, a, a fantastic place for us the the one thing that we we've always been pushing for is more retail. Um, And so we're starting to see that. In fact, there's a big development right behind us that's going to help with that on this end of the street. Um, But we, our our biggest vision uh, is blessing the city. And so the more uh, places that we can help support and collaborate with, the better. So we love what's happening on South Main. And we just think it helps each other. So... Um we love it. I am I'm, I'm on South Main all the time, but we think that there's just as much to be had here on Magnolia and it's just it's just growing and developing and before long it's just going to be one giant square south of downtown.
0: Well, and talk about some of those new neighbors. It, it was a big deal when Conoroso opened next door and so that's kind of the really the duel of the chicken biscuits over there between between yours and Conoroso's on Sunday. Uh-huh. And then there's another breakfast place across the street that's going to be re- reopening yep. in the next couple of months. The Paris Coffee Shop will resume their nearly a 100-year tradition. And yeah. then uh, you have Shinjuku Station next door. And are those retail shops
2: behind? And uh, What else is around? Well, there's a huge development uh, right behind us. And th- there should be at least four or five retail shops on the bottom that opens right behind our patio, which we think will really help our patio life. Um but it's you know, if you if you look around Himes and, and in the middle of um, Magnolia, you'll see a lot of people walking around, but there's not a lot of that on this side of Magnolia just yet. And so we think that retail and with Paris opening up will help us again. And so Paris was, you know, we came in while they were highly established and and wel- welcomed us and uh, we've worked well together and we're excited to have them back and, and uh, share the, share the crowds.
3: I think the biggest thing I've noticed over with Magnolia over the last even couple of years is, you know, we've got some new apartments coming into the area, new condos. There's, there's uh, a lot of foot traffic. That's more than just the Fairmount District coming in to Mm -hmm. what's going on here on Magnolia. And I think that's huge, you know, not to mention we get a few staples that come in like, like Joey just mentioned. I mean, there's certain places like you said, Cane Rosso and then Heim Barbecue and places like that that are now bringing more people as a destination. And that's kind of our goal too. We wanted to be the destination brunch spot that people were willing to come from. Like you mentioned earlier, Saginaw, Arlington, or from around to just kind of come check out and see what we've got going on because uh, more importantly, they heard from somebody specifically about how uh, great of a job we were doing.
0: You guys really seem to benefit from everybody else's remodeling. The you know, Paris Coffee Shop taking nearly a year off for remodeling. And now Fixture, which is always one of the best brunches in town for a long time, is mm-hmm. taking a few months off for remodeling. So everybody else is fixing their plumbing or something and people are coming <laughs> to brood for brunch.
2: For
3: sure. For sure. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take uh, we'll take every last bit if we can.
0: <laughs> you you also talk about your, your beverage lineup and I want you to talk about some of the beverages you showed us on the other day that were a little bit different and uh, Steve, do you? Ha- yeah, you have got some pictures. Steve, asked him about all the, the uh,
1: infusions. Uh, yeah, I I'm at the, I didn't really get very many beverage pictures when I pulled this, but this is one I had. Looks like a mimosa, or
3: so that one is actually uh, that is one of our house mimosas. We call it the Brood Mimosa, and, and it was actually created. We also call it the Harrison Ford. Uh, because Harrison Ford himself used to come into Brood all the time, and he would order a mimosa with a splash of pomegranate juice in it, and that's basically <laughs> what we've continued to do ever since he, he's come in, and, and you can actually stop in and see him every once in a blue moon, he'll show back up again, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for people who don't know, Harrison Ford comes to Fort Worth every two years for helicopter license uh, training, and so he, he's here, and and he, uh, he was in line at Avoca, and at the Taco Hitch Straggler when it was over there, and, and yeah. uh, going at, you know places up and down Magnolia.
1: So yeah.
3: So what about some of the other drinks. So one of the things we started doing that are actually make us pretty unique. We uh, we have a nitro cold brew, uh, which I know more people are getting those, but we have actually some really interesting flavors like a strawberry hibiscus. Uh, seasonally we'll do some different things like a green tea lemonade. Uh, things like that. And then we also are one of the probably only places I know in this area that does the uh, cold press fresh juices uh, as, on well. Nitro. On nitro yeah. as well. On nitro as well. We have kombucha on tap. We have two flavors that we do, uh, and those rotate every so often. Uh, and then, of course, we also have a mocktail menu, which a lot of people don't necessarily have on their menus either, because we saw Obviously the need, you could do all these great cocktails and make them look all fantastic, but what about the people that don't want to drink alcohol or, or what about the ones that want to bring their family in and want the kids to have something that's really special other than just a uh, plastic cup with an OJ and a straw in it? So, you know, one of my favorites is we do a cucumber smash, which will actually come with some fresh mint uh, and smashed cucumber and some lime juice with a little bit of tapo chico to it. Um, and then we do some other things along the way too. We have a, a peach... Uh, blistered jalapeno margarita and things like that that we just try and incorporate as much flavor uh, and, and most importantly try and keep things just a little bit different you know yeah. because that's the thing I think you know if I had my way we'd have a menu that everybody came for those items specifically because we're the ones that just do it the best
0: yeah, yeah and and those are the, that's what sets you apart from a lot of the really good other breakfast cafes in
3: town and you have all those
0: all those drinks to pick from Steve do you have any other food or drink you what do you what do you you um, <clears throat> want to talk about
1: well uh, um i was curious what your big seller is for brunch i mean what you know if, if we're going there what do, what do we need to get
3: uh number one without a doubt is the carafe of mimosas because we do do, <laughs> do mimosas by the craft what, uh, what about a flight
0: what about a flight
3: uh, that's a good Fair idea. Part. We might have to add yeah. that one on. We, we've actually <laughs> talked about adding like a flight of coffees on along the way, too, so people can try some different blends and things like that. Those those yeah. are things we're discussing as far as we evolve, but uh, I like the way you're thinking, bud. That's a pretty good one. Right <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, our bacon Bloody Mary is pretty good. You know, actually, we... we uh, Everybody orders one of those, gets a slice of bacon coming out of it. And that one's really, really popular. And and most of our drinks that we have there, you can actually do by the carafe along the way, too, because we do a lot of larger parties on the weekends. A lot of families and groups come out and visit with us.
2: What about food? What's our high top seller? Wow. Uh,
3: you know, actually, the great thing about our brunch right now is, you know, we've put together a list of items that seems to sell about evenly across the board. I mean, we sell a lot of shrimp and grits. Uh, on Sunday we do Obviously this mac and cheese waffle uh, Another one of our unique waffles Is going to be our bacon banana waffle Which will actually come with a brulee banana With a Nutella sauce Amazing. on top yep. uh, With some strawberries and powdered there sugar There we go uh, Definitely if somebody needing a good uh, carb and sugar rush At the same time that's the one to get there with for bacon, sure of uh, With bacon of course <laughs> You know uh, inside the waffle uh, you get bacon I, with anything, I, right?
1: I you can not say right I'm you can bacon that. Anything you want, right? What's that? You can add bacon to anything you want,
3: right? Anything you want, you yeah. can put bacon. We'll put bacon in your milk if you want bacon in your milk. We're
0: good. <laughs> and you all have good bacon, and and, and so it's, even if you just get a bacon and eggs plate with a biscuit, you're off to a good start with the German hash browns that you have. There you go.
2: That's
3: yeah. right.
0: yeah, this,
2: that's Steve, one, the, that one of the good, things I was going to tell you, Steve is is uh we also uh, right out a year ago we just started roasting our own coffee, and so. We have a emissions-free roaster. I call it the Tesla of all roasters. We get to display it in 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 our shop, and so now we're so we're only selling our own coffee. Um, and so we have a Fort Worth blend, a near Southside blend, a Dallas blend, and and a uh, Bishop Arts blend. And so that's what it looks like. But she quote, yeah, but uh, <laughs> and so that's the
0: Dallas blend. Is the, uh, is, it, we, is the Dallas the decaf? <laughs> yeah that's right
2: well we you know we do have a, a shop in dallas too so a coffee shop in dallas and so oh, and let's
0: talk about that what's the address in dallas and then you have uh, a shop in the international terminal at dfw what's the location in
2: dallas the location it's on uh it's on davis street i think it's 1112 uh, davis street yeah
0: it's close to what's it next to it's, it's not far from Oh, go ahead
2: no, it's it's in uh, the Novel apartment complex. It's one of the luxury apartment complexes, and we're kind of one of the amenities on the bottom floor. Uh, so I'm trying to think what else is around it's, there. It's in the
3: Bishop's Arts District.
2: Yeah,
0: and then you're on the like the high end of the international terminal at DFW, right? The 25s, yeah. 26s.
3: We are actually at uh, Terminal D Gate 27. Yeah, and uh, found out recently from the guys that are out there that it is actually one of the number one uh, restaurants in the airport terminal.
0: That's so awesome. awesome. So, yeah, and now do you just have coffee there? Do you have any sort of pastry or food on it?
3: We actually have a full restaurant there at the end of the day. Um, so, a majority of our items, are very similar to our brunch menu, there's a to go counter that actually opens at 5 a.m. if you want to get some great brewed coffee or pastries. You can go over there and grab that from the to-go counter starting at 5 a.m. And then they have a full restaurant. And the great thing that we love about it is we also have a patio that extends into the terminal a little bit more, too, that's kind of roped off. So you really kind of get a nice, comfy vibe, like just like we have here at Brown. Yeah. So,
0: See, and that's i got to tell you all that's been great because it's been really tough to get Fort Worth restaurants to go uh, become the city's show window out at the airport yeah. and to get people to say, oh, this is a Fort Worth restaurant. I'm really yeah. glad to be here. I'm going to go to that restaurant. I'm going to go to Fort Worth and go to that restaurant. And, yeah. you know, that's having it. a good, strong Fort Worth restaurant for international tourists is very important
1: yeah. to the city. That's,
2: that's been the, such an honor. And so, I don't know if you've seen the. We have our mural, our Love the Fort Worth, the Worth the Love mural out there, and so that's been uh, especially with the addition of the Yellowstone. And 1883 shows that people are taking pictures in front of that mural at the International Airport quite a bit now. And so it's a great way to show off uh, Fort Worth and and for us to kind of blend in. And we're just proud of Fort Worth and and everything uh, just to be a part of the culture here.
1: Uh, What are the hours at the airport?
3: Uh, I believe starting next week, they've actually extended them even further. It's going to be open from 5 a.m. until 8 p.m or just when everything slowed down in basically the Terminal D area.
0: All right. Okay, now there's a lot of times coming up when people will come to Magnolia. Uh, People might come during the Main Street Arts Festival. They might come uh, on Easter Sunday or for Mother's Day, or later on during the Arts Goggle. There's a lot of uh, times to visit. Do you have anything special for the Sunday holidays or for uh, spring patio season?
3: Yeah, actually, so During COVID, we did uh, a really great Easter brunch family-to-go pack that uh, became really, really popular. We thought we were going to hopefully sell maybe 20 or 25, and we ended up selling almost 100. But we're going to do a uh, slow-braised USDA prime brisket with some ham. Uh, We're going to do it with our hash brown casserole as well as some collard greens and our uh, our. Deviled eggs, and then we're also going to do that with a sweet potato cake as well. So we're going to do that still again to go this year, and then we're also going to do a buffet. It's one of the very few nights that we're actually going to be open past three o'clock for for dinner, and we're going to do an Easter buffet. We're partnering up with Chef Misty uh, Moon to do like kind of a little pop up uh, on Easter Sunday.
0: Oh, Chef Misty Moon. Okay, so you'll be open how late on Easter Sunday?
3: We're going to open till nine.
0: Oh, till nine. So you'll you'll run it a little longer, a little little all day on Easter Sunday. Then.
3: Correct. And it'll, it'll be a nice more gourmet style buffet on, on Sunday evening.
0: The other thing before we leave, I want you to talk about how you, you kind of orchestrated, not orchestrated your victory, but how you kind of helped things along and promoted the contest and got people to vote and rallied people around voting in the star telegram, because you know, obviously we're very grateful for everyone's support and, you know, talk about how you rallied the troops.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That actually was a lot of fun. You know, we, uh, we started out just kind of keeping it simple and doing table tents, promoting with QR codes so people could vote. Uh, we got our staff really motivated and excited about it more than anything else. Um, and, and they're all very happy and fortunate that they're getting ready to have some sort of staff party coming up. But, uh, but they really did a lot of the promoting themselves. Uh, at the table, getting people to push it. And then we did a lot of walking around and doing what we do best, honestly, just visiting with people. You know, I spent a majority of my time, uh, especially on Saturday and Sunday, just walking around, visiting with tables, telling them what we had going on and how honored we were to be nominated and just asking for their votes.
0: Well, you, you came through. You won big. You're the Star-Telegram reader's choice for best brunch. We're going to do some more of these contests and have people vote. I hope everyone will be watching startelegram.com dfw.com to follow and vote the next time we have polls and to vote for uh, whether it's the best nachos or the best uh, brew pub or you know whatever our next bests are but we started with brunches and you helped us get off to a great start so thank you all very much we're going to do it again thank you uh joey turner steve estes of brood uh steve
1: wilson you have any more thoughts um just uh sounds like the big thing I pulled out of this is to get the craft. When I <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, if you get the craft, everything else is gonna go A okay.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh that, that, that's a pro tip there is is uh, you, you know, don't buy the drinks, buy them by the craft. Okay. Get
3: a <laughs> With a side of bacon, and you're in for the
1: rest of okay, okay.
0: We both boiled it down to three words biscuit all day and get right. the carafe. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, thanks. Until next time on the Eat Speed podcast, I'm Bud Kennedy
1: and Steve Wilson.